The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. to the Z-Ball podcast, recording this Labor Day weekend on a Monday in Southern California, a little over 72 hours away from the start of the 2020 NFL season. It's a little hard to believe that the season's actually going to start. came upon us real quick, and like we do every year for the last five years, we do over-under predictions. Today we're going to be doing NFC over-unders, and I have two guests joining me, both in Southern California. First, we got Seattle Seahawks fan Nas. What up, Nas? How's it going? Uh, I'm pretty hot out here, man. It's like 115. How are you doing, Yeah, I feel you on that. Brutal weekend with weather-wise, and <laughs> I was glad to. I guess it's a little. I guess a little cooler. It's only around 100 today, but getting through it. So we'll see. I'm glad the NFL season is here. Hopefully, it lasts all the way through. We'll see how it goes. But also joining me, uh, Dallas Cowboys fan, Zoo. What up, Zoo? What up, Z-Ball? How you been? Been good, been good. Uh, let's get into these over-unders. First team we got, your Dallas Cowboys, Zoo. Over-under, nine and a half wins. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely think over that. Uh, everyone's got a little bit more experience under their belt. Made some key acquisitions on defense. And, uh, you know, picked up Lamb. In the draft, and you know, Dak had a good year last year, contract year now. So, well, not contract year, but franchise tag. So, I think he's gonna make a, a little bit more of an improvement. And uh, you know, let's see. But I definitely think they're gonna get up to eleven wins. All right, Nas, what, what what's your take on the Cowboys? Nine and a half over under. I'm gonna have to agree with you. I think they're going eleven or twelve games. Dak should have a career year. And they want to get paid, and then they got a new coach, um, and the division is pretty shitty too. Giants suck, Redskins suck, uh, and the Philly won it last season, so that means the new person has to win it. So that means Dallas is most likely going to win the division this year as well. So I have them at 12 wins. They have a solid D, solid O. They should have an explosive offense. So. I think they should be easily to 10, most likely 11 or 12. All right, for sure, yeah. we got agreement all around here. I, I like the Cowboys, the over 9.5. I think they're going to finish 11-5, and five, definitely win the NFC East. It's theirs to lose, in my opinion. Uh, they still got Zeke there. They still got that great offensive line. And now with the addition of Lamb, like you guys said, it makes their offense even more potent. And then two great off- defensive additions, excuse me, and Everson Griffin and Dontari Poe, so... It solidifies their defensive line, and nothing to go but up for Dallas Cowboys. I think they win the NFC East, and you got to go over there. So we'll all agree on that one, and we'll move on to team number two in the NFC East, the New York Football Giants, over under six and a half wins. What do you think, Nas? Six and a half. Um, 
it's pretty close. Um, I'll probably take the under. I don't think they're a great team. Uh, I don't believe in Daniel Jones. They got Saquon Barkley. He's probably a good running back, but he's probably being wasted on the Giants. Um, but I'm not a big believer in Daniel Jones. Um, and then, I don't know, the, their coach. I don't know if they got a new coach or not. Yeah, Joe Judge. Yeah. Okay, so they, since they got a new coach, that's probably... I don't know, maybe get him up to seven, but I just don't believe in Daniel Jones, so I'm going to have to take the under on that one. All right, Zoo, what, what do you think for the Giants? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to take the under. I, I agree with Nas, uh on uh, on Jones. I mean, it's hard to tell. It's still early. He, he showed some signs of great, and he showed some signs of terrible. And, you know, second, third year is when you kind of see when quarterback is going to either make it or going to just never going to make it. So, uh, you know, there's a chance he could really go off and be a great quarterback, but I don't see it either. They, they still don't have a, a great line over there. I know they've been trying to work on it. Um, but like I said, other than Saquon Barkley, I, I don't see too many bright spots there. It's still going to be like a rebuild year for them, and they're going to be retooling a lot too. So I would say around four or five wins, I'm taking the under on that. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you guys again. Uh, I think four to five wins for the Giants. Uh, nothing really there other than Saquon, like Zoo mentioned. And Daniel Jones, I mean, good, some good games, some good comebacks last season as a rookie, but uh, a lot of uh, bad throws as well, a lot of picks. And other than Saquon Barkley, some average receivers, I guess. Uh, they average. They could be good with better quarterbacks, and then defensively, nothing there to get excited about. So not much else to say, but to agree with you guys and go under four and a, four to five wins. So we'll move on to Philly, the third team, in the NFC East, and Dallas's um, best competitor in this division. Over under nine and a half uh, for them as well. What do you think, Zoo? It's nine and a half. You said. Yeah. Uh, I got him right around nine. It all, like I said, always like every year, it always comes down to Carson Wentz's health, and um, that hasn't been that great, you know. But people still see a lot of potential in him. Uh, I just haven't seen it. I mean, he's he's good, but he just never stays healthy. So I'm gonna go with under. I'm gonna say they're gonna get nine wins, and uh, you know sometimes that nine wins will be enough in that division to get you to the playoffs too. But let's see. I, I would say nine for them right now. All right, Nas, what's your take on Philly? I'm going to have to agree with Zoo. Um, the under, they don't really have any receivers. They, they're really too dependent on Deshaun Jackson. And he's always injured as well, just like Carson Wentz. They did get Jalen Rieger. So they're going to have to depend on him as the number one wideout as a rookie. Um and then the running back situation is always in flux. Um, and I don't think they're going to get to 10 wins. So I think this is an easy under nine. Might maybe even have a bad year. I wouldn't be surprised if they only got like six or seven wins. Okay, what what's the possibility out there that given the health of Wentz and stuff, they kind of explore trading him and then uh, – Possibly uh, sticking Jalen Hurts in there as a starter and for the future. What What do you guys think about that? I don't think they're gonna trade him this year. They just sign him to like a big contract extension. 
if I remember correctly. Yeah, they did. I mean, he's, he's one of the highest paid right now. Uh, I mean, there's I, no chance they could I trade think they're going to keep him for at least one more season. I don't think they would trade him this season. Maybe yeah, I, I agree because, I, I mean, I think they, I mean, if he gets injured this year, there's definitely a possibility. But I think they're still waiting on trying to see what he does the full healthy season. I mean, the last time he had a full healthy season or close to it, you know, he took him to the playoffs and then uh, Foles kind of finished the job. So he's never got that opportunity. So I think they know he could do something positive for them. And I don't think they want to give up on him yet. And I wouldn't put all my chips on Jalen Hurts right now. Like, yeah, I'm sure they, everybody thinks they got the next Lamar Jackson, but I don't know if this guy's it either. So uh, that would be a bold move to do. Okay. All right, yeah, so Philly, um, I'm going to have to agree with you guys again. I, I think Philly's an 8-8 eight eight team. Uh, a lot of uh, question marks there uh, for wide receiver. I mean, Rieger's hurt, I think, for a few weeks. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey in and out. Deshaun Jackson's older, so he's their most reliable guy. Miles Sanders is supposed to have a breakout year. We'll see. And then uh, defensively, nothing I mean, too, too exciting other than maybe Fletcher Cox. So... I'm going to have to agree with you guys. 8-8, eight and eight, I mean, like I said, with the Cowboys, it's their division to lose, and uh, I'm going to stick with that. So we'll move on. Last team in the NFC East, the Washington football team, as they've been renamed uh, temporarily. Over, under, five and a half. What do you guys think? We'll start with Nas. Definitely under. This franchise is a joke. Um, I don't even know who their quarterback is. That's what I'm I believe they brought back Alex Smith after that crazy injury. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they would even bring him back, even if he wanted to come back on. You know that guy is dumb. They can't even come up with a damn nickname. <laughs> the owner, everyone wants to get rid of Dan Snyder. This, nah, I don't see this team. They'll be lucky to get the four wins, I think. This is gonna, this could, I would be surprised if they go like uh, 1-15 or even maybe even 0-16. All right, uh, Nas going way under. What do you think, Zoo? Yeah, I got to agree with Nas on a lot of that stuff. The, the only right spot is Rivera coming in. He might help their defense out a little bit. But there's, like Nas said, there's so much bad just going on in that team. And I don't think people want them to succeed right now. They want a complete overhaul from the name to the owner to everything, like Nas said. So. Um, Haskins, uh, yeah, I'm not buying him at all. He's like kind of reminds me of uh, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, um, Jamarcus Russell, a little bit. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not really buying him as a quarterback. Obviously, Alex Smith, they kind of brought him back as a mascot. He's just like, you know, inspiration story. But if he gets on the field, they're just doing more harm than anything for him, especially. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they might get three, four wins at the most. But. Okay, yeah, I mean, the only really bright spot here for Washington going into the season is their draft pick in Chase Young. Uh, a lot of people kind of saying he, he's going to be better than yeah. Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa, so we'll see what happens right, there. Right. But, I mean, with Rivera coming in, I mean, I think you have to kind of just play Haskins the full season. I mean, you... you Use right. the first round pick on him. You have to see what what's there. I mean, you're not. There's not really much else promised. You have to kind of just throw him out. Alex Smith. I, I don't think you can. He's just a veteran presence there, kind of mentoring the young guys, like you said, Zoo. And 
from that gruesome injury, he can't really. I don't think it's safe to put him out there. And then. And then um, yeah, go ahead. Darius guys, right? Darius guys, their second yeah. round running back got a charge one with a grape or something. Yeah, he's done. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just a, it's just a shit show all around, like you guys said. Right. From right. they have that internal investigation with the team, I, I think as well with misconduct yeah. towards women. So. Just a lot yeah. of stuff, a lot of uh, <laughs> bad stuff going around, a lot of uh, just a dumpster fire all around. And, I mean, Dan Snyder, only 55, so I don't know <laughs> what his willingness is to sell the team, if they're going to have a group to buy it. or I mean, But, I mean, people have been wanting to, him to go away for a while, a long-time Red Sox yeah, fans. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. we'll, we'll see so what happens. Kind of like a doll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's like I mean, the Donald he's Sterling. Gonna, he's gonna have to get paid. But he's a lot younger, so yeah. he's a lot younger than Donald Sterling. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but I mean, as far as the wins, uh, the only uh, I have to agree with the guys on the under as well. I, I think three to four, and then the only thing that excites me is Chase Young, seeing how he plays. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> true. All right. Uh, let's move on to NFC North. We'll go with uh, Chicago first. Over under at eight and a half. What do you think, Zoo? Um, same thing. This is tricky, man. I, nobody really knows what's gonna happen with Trubisky or Foles. They're still. They have to pick the starter yet for that. Uh they have. They announced Trubisky today. So we'll, we'll see how that how long that lasts. Yeah, yeah we don't know how. It's, and it's kind of tough for quarterbacks that when they got someone, they got to look over their shoulder all the time. They never really play well if they're not built for it. And I don't know if Trubisky is really built for this. So. Um, they're obviously always going to have a decent defense. Chicago always does. Um, I would, I would say seven eight wins. So I'm going to take the under on them. They're they're not really surprising me with anything. Um, I mean, yeah, they lost a couple of defensive players, but other than that, I don't think they picked up anybody that really shocked me that was going to change my mind on them. Okay, what do you think, Nas, for Chicago? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Um, I'm probably going to go under. I think this is the last year of Mitchell Trubisky. They should have been. They probably should have got rid of him two years ago. Um, they couldn't admit their mistake. They made a huge mistake taking him over Mahomes and the tenth pick. They took him over the Mahomes, and then their defense is always solid. But Mitchell Trubisky is just not going to get you to the playoffs or what is vision and uh, I think they're going to be under this year probably or eight wing probably okay and then what what's kind of the situation with uh I mean big dick Nick I mean big dick Nick we see him <laughs> when when he has great offensive coaches Doug Peterson Chip Kelly he's shown that he, can, he has some promise he can play they can he can win the team some games but in other situations back up with Kansas City back up with the Rams we haven't really seen much from him. And then back in Jacksonville last season, not really much promise. He, Gardner Minshew played most of that season. So what do we kind of see from him? Uh, Azu, what do you think with Big Dick Nick? <laughs> uh, um, I mean, he doesn't really have many weapons in Chicago, so I don't see him really doing much. I think, you know, he got a Super Bowl ring and can kind of ride his wave on that, but I don't think he's going to do much even if he gets a start. He might be good for one or two solid games here and there, but for half or whole season, I can't count on them. All right. 
Okay, yeah. I, I guess I have to agree with you guys again. Fifth one in a row. Uh, I think they're an 8-8 eight eight team. I think uh, they'll have some promise offensively a little bit. I mean, little flashes, but... I mean, Matt Nagy, I mean, he, he couldn't do anything with Trubisky. He's still uh, simplifying the offense for him, running kind of like simplified reads and stuff. And then defensively, obviously, led by Khalil Mack, they're going to do some damage and cause turnovers and such. But I don't see them winning more than eight games. So we'll move on to team number two in the NFC North. Detroit Lions over under six and a half. What do you think, Nas? Um, I think... I'm going to go over on the Detroit Lions. I think they're a little bit underrated. Um, the key for them is always Matthew Stafford's help. Um, he's been getting injured recently, and then they always uh, go into the tank. So if he stays healthy, then they always lose games by uh, not executing. Also, hopefully Matt Patricia can get him down to execution. and Maybe that he learned from Bill Belichick. Maybe he can finally get it through to the Lions and then have them win, start to win the close games that they always seem to be losing every season. Um, so I'm going to go over. I think they're going to be around the 9 or 10 win team. Okay. Nas going uh, over on Detroit with 9 wins. What do you think, Zoo? Uh, I'm going to go over as well. Uh, I agree with a lot of stuff Nas said. Um, you know, Stafford's the key. They've always also had an issue with the running game, and they put a lot, a lot of pressure on Stafford, but they got that rookie, was it Swift, I think? Yeah. DeAndre. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it kind of comes down to that. If their running game is kind of decent, and it takes a lot of pressure off Stafford, and, and they could be a solid team. And one thing you can always count on the, the Lions is to play hard. They're always in every game. They, might, they lose a lot of close games, so, you know, I'm going to go with the over and say nine wins. Okay. Nas and Zhu both going over. Uh, this is the first one I'm going to have to disagree on. Uh, I like the, I think the Lions five-win team. I mean, even they've shown before uh, a lot, high offensive, uh, lots of yardage from Stafford and stuff, but it hasn't really translated much. I mean, a few seasons here and there, they made the playoffs, I guess, but uh, m for the most part, they're they're looking up at Green Bay, Minnesota the past few seasons in that division. So I think that's going to be the case again. But I think Matthew Stafford will put up big numbers like he always does. He, he throws the ball a lot. But uh, running back, uh, kind of a hodgepodge of guys. And then uh, defensively, not as stout as they were before, I guess, with their defensive line. So uh, I see 5-11 five, five and 11 for Detroit. So... We'll move on to team number three in Green Bay, over under of nine. What do you think, Zoo? Uh, I'm gonna say right at nine. Uh, I'm gonna go with the push on this one. There, you know, there's a lot of chemistry issues that are gonna happen with uh, Rodgers and Lafleur this year. I think they both just don't want to be around each other, and they're gonna kind of do what they do to get through. And um, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he definitely wants that. But he, he's always going to be great. He's going to play his game. But I think he knows that he can't really take this team further than he has already. Uh, their defense is going to be good again like they were last year, like better than they've all been before. But issues are still with, you know, the front line, uh, running back issues. So, and Rodgers is a year older. 
Uh, so I think right at nine, I don't see them going anywhere. They're going to get into the playoffs probably, but they're not going to do much. They're not going to make any noise. All right, Nas, what say you about the Packers? Uh, nine wins, I think it's going to be, uh, I'm going to take the over. I'd say we get to 10 because you got Aaron Rodgers. When you got Aaron Rodgers, you always have a good chance of getting 10 wins in a season. Um, and this is the second year with LaFleur, so hopefully they have some better chemistry um, than they did last season. Their defense is always solid. And last year they won 13. I, I don't think they're going to get that high. Uh, but I do think they're going to get to at least 10 wins. Okay, last year we saw kind of their offensive identity kind of change more to a running kind of uh, control the clock. Is that something we see more of? I mean, with Aaron Jones, I mean, Rodgers, it seemed like they kind of limited him with the kind of the 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 throw attempts and stuff. So what what do you think on that, Zoo, with Rodgers? I mean, do they... Yeah, I mean, they have to because, uh, I mean, if they don't, Rodgers is just going to keep getting injured towards the end of the season because they're over, overworked and all that. So... They have to keep managing the clock. As much as Rodgers doesn't like it, it's the best for the team um, to be successful. And they have, you know, they have to go. They just have to find their identity. And uh, you know, they have a good defense. And if they can improve and put more time off for their offense, so they can run the ball more, give give Aaron Rodgers a little bit more breathing room, that so there's not as much pressure on him. It's the best for the team to do that. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh... That's a really tough one. I don't know, but I I am gonna have to go over. I, I think they're a ten and six team. I think they'll 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 do enough offensively, but like Zoo said, I mean they're not really a perennial contender, I guess, for the playoffs uh, as far as kind of in that same tier as some of those elite teams in the NFC. So with that, I I, I would have to think yeah they're gonna kind of be led by the the Smith brothers defensively, Zadarius and Preston, with that stout. Uh, defensive line and then they're going to ride the control the clock with Aaron Jones on the ground and then kind of limit Rodgers and he'll be around 25 to 30 touchdowns kind of like he was last season and we'll see how long I guess how many more seasons he has in Green Bay considering the the draft pick of Jordan Love uh, as as the quarterback of the future for them all right so last team in the NFC North Minnesota Vikings over under nine wins. What do you think, Zoo? Uh, Zoo, hello? Hold on. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, uh, it's nine, right? You said? Yep. Over under is nine for Minnesota. Yeah. I'm going to have to go over, I would say, closer to, uh, you know, 10 11. Um, with the offense, with the, you know, Dalvin Cook really getting better and hopefully get a whole season under his belt. Kirk Cousins with no uh, crowd to really distract him, he's going to play better as well. You know, he doesn't play well with the heavy pressure, so there's no pressure on him this year as long as there's no crowd. Hey, you got you got to uh, give him some BOD. He, he won a big game in New Orleans last season. So. Oh, yeah, no, no, he did. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's definitely he's a solid quarterback. I'm not going to deny that. And that's what I'm saying. Is with the plus of not having a crowd behind him to boo him and everything when he gets down, it's going to be better for him. And the Vikings defense is always very, you know, stout. So I'm gonna they're going to lead the division, and I'm going to say they're going to get 10, 11 wins. 
All right, what do you think, Nas? Yeah, I'm going to agree with the hair, but you made a good point about Kirk Cousins. Um, it's a very different season, so he's not going to have to deal with the crowd or even, even if it's a primetime game. Is it really a primetime game with no, with no crowd there? He usually loses those games. Um, but he did win that big one last season in the playoffs, like you mentioned, and I think he can build on that. And they finally got rid of Stephon Diggs, who was complaining the whole time and talking shit to Kirk Cousins, so that should happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and now Thielen is going to be the number one clear-cut number one, and they don't have to worry about anything. And hopefully Dalvin Cook, he's in a contract uh, dispute, I believe, but hopefully he comes yeah. in. And, and their defense was really good last season, so I, I agree, and I think they're going to be the division winner as well. I'm going with the over. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, I got to agree with both of you. I like Minnesota to win the NFC North. I, I like them at 11-5 and five here. Uh, they lost to Everson Griffin, obviously, but they traded uh, with Jacksonville for Angakui. Uh, so kind of replace him there, and they still have great defense, great corners, great safeties, and then defensive-minded coach in uh, uh, Mike, Mike, what's, I forgot his name. Mike Zimmer? Uh, yeah, Mike Zimmer. Zimmer. Yeah, Zimmer, Mike yeah. Zimmer. Okay, so yeah. And then Thielen, like you guys said, clear cut with digs out. And then Dalvin Cook, one of the top five to ten running backs for sure in the league. So he always uh, fills it up if he stays healthy. So I got to agree. 11-5 and five for Minnesota, and I think they win the NFC North. All right, so two divisions down. We'll move on to division number three, the NFC South. First team we got, the Atlanta Falcons. Over, under, seven and a half. What do you think, Nas? Uh, I think that Falcons, um, they played really well toward the end of last season. And I think they're going to carry that over this year. They had a few down years after that Super Bowl, but I think uh, this season they finally get over that. Although they are in a much tougher division now with Tampa Bay. Um, I do think they are going to get oh, around nine wins and have a winning season this year. Um, so I'm going to go over. All right, Zoo, what do you think for the Falcons? Yeah, I actually agree. Uh, I have Falcons as kind of like one of my surprise teams for this year. Uh, I'm going to have them battling it out for the division uh, championship with the Buccaneers. Uh, I think they took a big step. They had that hangover from that loss, from that Super Bowl loss, like Nas said. And I think they're kind of um, they're, they're over it now. And they picked up Gurley. I think he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. He's not going to be the MVP candidate early, but he's really going to make a difference for them. And Matt Ryan, I think he understands, like, hey, you know, I got to make something happen right now. I'm not going to be one of the best quarterbacks ever discussed, you know. So I think he's going to make that move. And uh, I really see them getting close to 11, 12 wins this year. And either right behind Tampa or above them, I think they'll have them winning the division right there. Okay, I don't have them winning the division, but I will agree with you guys on the over. I, I like them at 9-7. and seven. I think Gurley is a good addition, and then Dante Fowler Jr. defensively is a good addition. And I think they're a good offensive team. Obviously, they have great receivers in Ridley and Julio Jones, and then uh, I think Gurley will provide some, uh, some oomph for them on the running back position. It's kind of been a little uncertain the last few years with kind of the departures of Tevin Coleman and stuff and so forth. But 
I like the over nine and seven, and I'll agree with you guys on that. And we'll move on to team number two in the NFC South, the Carolina Panthers. They got an over under five and a half. What do you think, Zoo? Uh, it's a tough one. Uh, nobody's seen Teddy Bridgewater like a full starting role for a while. I know he did great as their backup when filling in for you know even a breeze and all. So I, I did a lot of expectations on him. Uh, I never saw him as a great, great quarterback. I saw him more of as a game manager. And um, I don't know if that's going to get you over five and a half wins with the Panthers. Obviously, they have uh, McCaffrey, but a lot of the load is going to be on him. And he's already been taking a lot of the load. So, you know, it's kind of worrisome that it might tire him out and be too much for him. He's got to handle that whole offense again. And... uh, so I don't know. I would say I would I would say under. Uh, if it's over, it's gonna be six. But I'm gonna go with the under on them. I don't buy into Bridgewater completely yet. So that's why I'm gonna go with the under. All right. What do you What do you say, Nas? I'm gonna have to agree with Zoo again here. Teddy Bridgewater. He's done well. He did well on um, the Saints last year, covering for Drew Brees. He went undefeated, I think, five or six and zero. But that was an established team. Uh, Sean Payton as your coach with a great uh, foundation. Now he's being asked to lead the Carolina Panthers. They lost Cam Newton. Um, they have a new coach, I think, and they have a new system. And I don't think he's, like Zahir said, he can be the one that can come in and carry you to win, which you would have to do for them to get over that number. And plus there's all these new um, players they got in as well and with the corona and the limited preseason and all that they're going to start off real slow uh, it's going to be hard for them to implement any of that stuff uh, with this new season so I'm definitely taking the under here okay yeah I agree with you guys it's going to be a tough season for them but I, I like the slide over with them I think they're, they'll win six games just because they have uh, an established and well uh one of the top running backs in the league in Christian McCaffrey. I mean, he, he carries such a big load for them. I mean, he's usually their leading uh, uh, receiver, I mean, in terms of receptions, and also their leading guy on the ground. So I think he's going to have close to 2,000 all-purpose yards. And then I think he's just going to have a big season, and I think that's going to be carrying them. But, yeah, Bridgewater, I mean, with the injury history with Minnesota and then uh, kind of the game manager said – uh, situation that he had with kind of New Orleans and such, that's kind of all he is. He's not like one of the better quarterbacks who can air it out. He's just, he'll run with his legs a little here and there. He'll manage the game. But this team is going to ultimately go as far as Christian McCaffrey takes them, and I think he'll take them to six wins. So I'll take the over and disagree with you guys there. But moving on to the last two teams, the the, two, the top two teams going into the into the season in this division, we'll, we'll start with New Orleans at over under ten and a half wins. What do you think, Nas? Uh, I'm gonna have to go under here. Um, I think the Saints um, are gonna have a bad year. This is gonna be Drew Brees' last year. He probably should have retired last at the end of last season, but he's trying to keep going on. He's going to have a, a bad year, and everything's going to just fall apart this season. I think they're going to have a really bad season. Um, Alvin Kamara's already holding out. 
Uh, he wants to get paid. Um, so I think they're just going to have a bad season and everything's going to get blown up this season for the Saints and they're going to be done. So I'm taking the under. Okay. All right. Uh, Zoo, what do you think for the Saints? Over under 10 and a half. Uh, it must be a full moon today because I actually agree with Thoughts again on this. <laughs> and I think, I, think I, I have the Saints missing the playoffs completely. I agree with uh, the Drew Brees situation, uh, especially what happened off season. I think he lost a lot of his respect from his teammates over the whole, uh, you know, the sitting or kneeling stance that he had. And Alan Kamara, he was already, they were not using him properly even last year. They haven't used him right since... Uh, Ingram left actually, and you know Breeze has been pushing it, so I don't think he's gonna. He might not even finish this season, like not said. And I think they're gonna get closer to like six wins, if that. And I don't, you know, I don't see them going anywhere. Wow! 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 Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think I have to agree on the under but I, I don't I don't see them being a losing team I, I, I would say maybe nine wins for the Saints but I, I just I still think they're really good offensively I mean with with Breeze and then I mean one of the better receivers in Michael Thomas and then I mean defensively they've shown that they've always kind of been pretty good as well so I, I just think I'll put all that together. I think it's at least nine wins, but I agree with you guys for sure on the under. I, I don't yeah. think they're an 11-win team, but I, I think they'll still win at least nine games. So, and then probably at least for sure compete for one of the wild, one of the three wild card spots. But yeah, I'll agree on the under, and we'll move on to the, I guess the most popular team in the division now with the addition of Tom Brady, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, over under nine and a half wins. What do you think, Zoo? Yeah, I mean, um, just on paper, they're, you know, over over that, um, you know, closer to 10, 11. Their offense is going to, well, on paper again, their offense should be amazing with what they have in their skill positions. Their O line is still possibly an issue. And, they have, to, you know, we're gonna have to see how Brady works in this system because uh, Patriot system it was all about quick release, get the ball out, get it to his skill guys, and move on. You know, and if he can continue to do that, uh, he should be successful. Their their defense is, you know, it's a, a little shaky, but they did pick up Sue, and I think they got uh, uh, Barrett right on their team. Yeah. So they, should, I mean, they should be a little bit better, but. It's it's very tricky, you know. Never seen this bunch of guys together, so uh, I'm gonna say 10, 11. There's a chance it could be under uh, if they if it doesn't work well. Tom Brady doesn't uh, isn't healthy, or he doesn't work well in this system. We've only seen him with one coach and one system, and uh, it's gonna be a big change for him. I know they try to simplify to bring some of the some of the system over for him. So if it works and all these guys are healthy, I think they it could be a very you know, stellar offense, and they could uh, really do some damage. So I'm going to go over just based on what uh, what we see in on the team. Uh, we're just on paper right now. Okay. What do you think for the Bucks, Nas? What was the over-under number? Nine and a half. Uh, that's the easy over, I think. Um, last season, they, they, they were pretty close to nine wins, I think, um, with Jameis Winston, and that's with him throwing, like, 50 interceptions 
you know that's not going to happen with Tom Brady. He's not going to be throwing nearly as many interceptions just based on that alone. And then they added Rob Gronkowski, um, and they added um, they have Chris Evans and Mike Evans. I mean Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. That's an explosive wide receiving core, and the running back they just added Leonard Fournette, and they have Ronald Jones. I think they're actually going to have a running game this year. And then their defense has always been pretty solid. So I think that's an easy 9.5. I think they get to at least 12 wins with how Brady is going to bring over his maniacal work ethic. And he's like, he already got caught working uh, with the offense uh, the offseason when he shouldn't have been. So you know this guy's doing all this. And he's bringing over his cheating tactics as well. That's going to help them. Not to say uh, probably get to like 13 wins. Okay. So I'm definitely, I think that's an easy over. Okay. Yeah, I definitely agree on the over. I think it's it's going to be 11 wins, uh, and I think they're the, they're going to be the NFC South division winners. Uh, I think offensively it's just, uh, I mean, uh, too good on paper. And then even Brady with his age at 43, and we saw kind of some limitations from him last season. But he didn't have much weapons last season in New England. He has much better weapons here. I, I don't know about Gronk. I I don't know how many games he'll play, just kind of considering his health. But even outside of Gronk, they have O.J. Howard, Cameron Brayton, and then they have great running backs. And Like Nas mentioned, one of the top receiving duos in the entire league, and uh, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. And then um, defensively, they're really good. I mean, Shaq Barrett, Levante David, so... I think much much better a professional culture with Brady coming in and uh, that great offense and I think they're going to put up a lot of points and I think they're going to win the division so I got to agree on the over and I have them at 11 and 5 alright so that will wrap it up for NFC South last division uh, for the NFC the NFC West we'll start with the first team the Arizona Cardinals at over under 7.5 wins what do you think Zoo? Um, it's a tough division. The, the only reason I would say under is because it's a tough division. Um, I do see Kyler Murray improving a little bit on that offense. You know, he showed really great signs, even though everyone's just pounding on his size and everything. Um, I think he's definitely going to improve. And they brought in Hopkins, so it's, you know that's a plus for any quarterback, no matter how good or bad you are. He's going to be getting you the ball or, or getting to the ball wherever it's at. Uh, but like I said, I have them under closer to about seven, mainly because how tough the division is, and uh, everyone's going to be pretty close from the seven to ten range in that division, and I see them at closer to the seven on the bottom end. Okay, what do you say, Nas, for the cards? Uh, I think I'm going to go over here. Um, I think Kyler Murray's going to take another big step. Um, it's the second year for the, the air raid. Uh, fans with the uh, the coach, and they got DeAndre Hopkins now, a reliable number one receiver. Um, I mean, Deshaun Watson's really going to miss that guy. We're going to see how good Deshaun Watson is without him. And then um, uh, also their defense. Uh, I think their defense has improved, and I think they're going to get to eight wins. I think everyone in this division is going to have at least eight wins. So I'm going to take the over. Okay. 
Yeah, I gotta agree with both you guys again. Uh, slide over here with Arizona. I think Kyler Murray has all the tools that he needs to make that leap and become one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Obviously, number one guy now with uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, they have a pretty good number two uh, in Christian Kirk, and they still have Larry Fitzgerald there as well. And then Kenyon Drake showed last season he can be uh, a pretty decent running back. And then with the offensive-minded coach and Cliff Kingsbury, I think they should put up a lot of points and uh, win a decent amount of games. But it will be tough for them to, I guess, make noise with some of the better teams in that division. But i, I got to agree with the over. I have them at 8-8. Eight and eight. And we'll move on to team number two then, Los Angeles Rams, over under nine wins. What do you think, Nas? Um, I think I'm going to take the push on this one. I think they get exactly nine wins. Um, the Rams, they got Jared Goff. The, their the running game is a big question. That's pretty much um, what stopped them from, what's made them decline from an elite team. When Todd Gurley was... Uh, a beast of a running back, and they had a good running game. Uh, but now it's easy to play the Rams just because they don't have a great running game. So unless the Cam Akers, the running back they drafted, or the running back they drafted last season uh, becomes uh, becomes a reliable running back source, um, I don't see the Rams going over nine wins. All right. What do you think, Zoo? Um, I'm going to take the over slightly. Uh, I had them at 10 wins. Uh, I know they, they actually lost players. I'm not really getting too much, but I think last year was more of kind of a distraction for them because they knew everyone wanted them to get Gurley of a ball, but I think everyone knew Gurley wasn't who he was. So there was a bit of an identity issue there. And I think they know who they are now. And I think just another experience, another year under experience for Goff is going to help them. Uh, but what I do agree is not saying, you know, let's see what's going to happen with the running game because that's important. Uh, but they do need something there uh, to hold off or go off because he doesn't play well coming back from being down either. He's a he's a front runner, and we need to see what he does. And uh, if he doesn't have a right game, that's going to be tough. So uh, we have to see what they develop there. But I think with some of the distractions on, I think it's going to help them a lot. And I see them. You know, I had 10 wins. Not too much above that, though. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with Nas here on this one. I, I like the push at 9. I think um, they were at 9 last year. I mean, and they lost kind of like some... Um, kind of like they had like some bad losses kind of early on. I mean, against the Niners and such. But I, I just think defensively they're not as good as they were kind of in, in this... And McVeigh's first couple seasons. I, I mean, they still have Aaron, Aaron Donald and Brockers. They're both really good. But just outside of that, I mean, it seems like they're kind of vulnerable to giving up lots of points to, to other offenses. But offensively, they still have a great offensive line. And then uh, the question is, can Goff uh, make that leap? And I don't, I don't know that he really can. So I think nine wins. I think McVeigh kind of still babies him a little with kind of some of the play calling. And I think, I don't know if Goff is really one who can kind of take on kind of a big quarterback type role. So I like uh, the push at nine and I'm going to agree with Nas. So we'll move on to team number three then. The defending uh, NFC West champions, uh, the San Francisco 49ers at over under 10 and a half. What do you think on this one, Zoo? Uh, I'm going to go under. 
uh, you know, I, I think they're still a really good team. And they have, a, you know, a great defense, great coaching. Uh, and I just, I don't buy their, you know, Garoppolo right now is your main quarterback, your, your go-to quarterback. You know, he's, he's a great manager as well. And he has the pieces around him. But I think they're going to have a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. And they'll still be solid, but I'm going to see them. At, I'm going to have them at nine wins. Um, I think they need a little bit of work. On, and they, they may have to eventually place Garoppolo if they want to get back to where they were at. Um, I, yeah, I don't see them improving on on ten and a half. So I'm gonna go with the unders. All right, what do you think, Nas, for the Niners? Uh, I'm gonna have to go over on this one. I'm gonna have to disagree with the hair. Although I do agree with it about Garoppolo, the rest of the team is just really good. Their defense. Um, they added another first round pick. For the defensive end, which they already have probably one of the best defensive front lines in the NFL. And then they added Brandon Ayuk, a wide receiver, first round wide receiver they traded up for. Um, so I think that should help Jimmy as well. Um, their run game was really good. I think they're at least going to get at least 11 wins um, this season. But I don't like the hair said, the only question mark is with uh, the quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. If they had someone else, I think they'd probably be a clear-cut Super Bowl favorite. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've had, uh, as a Niners fan, I've had lots of reservations about Garoppolo. Obviously, he's shown that a few games that he can go out and win for you last season, as he did against the Rams and the Saints. But he's also shown you that every game he makes three or four stupid throws and it just depends whether the opposing defenses actually make the play the plays on the interception because he gives up about two of those every game but as far as Kyle Shanahan goes he's gonna it's gonna be a run first type identity like it was last season I mean with Mostert and uh, Coleman as lead backs and then receivers uh, they're kind of thin I mean with Debo Samuel kind of hurt I mean we'll see if he plays week one or not but then defensively they've gone very heavy on the defensive end the last five or six drafts. Uh, Nick Bosa is an absolute stud. They drafted Kinlaw again. Uh, they lost uh, Buckner, but they still have uh, good run uh, linebackers as well and Quan Alexander and Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw. So I think a good foundation there, but I think last season they were kind of like a little bit of a surprise team coming off three losing seasons. So I think teams will be a little bit more ready. So I'm, I, I, like, I like them still to be kind of content for the division, make the playoffs, but I'm, I like the, the slight under here, so I'll agree with Zoo. I, I see them as a 10-6 and six, uh, team and then competing to win that division with Seattle. So we'll, And then with that, we'll go to the last team, which is Seattle, over under nine wins. Nas's team, the Seahawks. What do you think for your Seahawks, Nas, over under nine wins? I think that's really low. I don't know. It kind of, kind of surprised me that it's only nine. I thought it would be at least nine and a half, maybe ten. So I'm definitely going over. Um, this made the trade for Jamal uh, Adams at safety. I don't know uh, if that was the right move, but it tells me that the Seahawks believe that they uh, have a chance to win it all next season. Um, and you got Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is usually good for at least nine to ten. Uh, wins by himself. Um, their, deep, their offensive line is always an issue um, every season, and this is no different. Um, and as well, this 
last season and now this season they lost Clowney so this season so their defensive line is really um, nothing to write home about uh, so unless Pete Carroll can coach him up on the defensive line that's going to be a big issue for them um, but their secondary should be really good they got Quentin Dunbar Jamal Adams and Shaquille Griffin there um, and then their linebacking core is always really good with Bobby Wagner they dropped his first rounder, Jordan Brooks, and then K.J. Wright. Um, yeah, so their weaknesses are the defensive line and the offensive line, which could, you can make an argument. Those are the two most important uh, parts of your football team besides the quarterback. Uh, but I think nine wins is really low. I think they're going to get at least ten wins. So okay. I'm going over. All right, Nas going over on his Seahawks uh, with ten wins. Uh, what do you think for the Seahawks, Zoo? Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, as much as I hate the Seahawks, I was pretty shocked that their, uh, their over-under was so low. Uh, they've always been solid. Uh, and, I mean, yeah, they lost Clowney, but they also they gave, they got Greg Olson, right, as their tight end? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they got yeah. So that's he's kind of big. old, but he's reliable in, sense, in the sense that they've never had that one tight end that can kind of finish off those touchdown drives sometimes for them. Uh, Jimmy Graham was a waste of space for a while for them. And uh, I think this will help him a little bit. And Olsen's a, even a better blocker. so uh, And he's just a better presence. So I have them at closer to 11 wins. Um, and, uh, you know, going to be at the leading the division for sure. Uh, so, I, I, yeah, I was pretty shocked at that nine win total as well. But I have them at 11 uh, leading the division. Okay. Yeah, ending off, I'm going to have to agree with you guys again. I, I like Seattle's at 10-16, and 16, uh, so I, I'm taking the over for sure, I think. But one question I have for you guys, just kind of in regard to the offensive line, it seems like it's always a question mark. Uh, and we've seen Russell Wilson kind of be smart with the way he kind of runs out of the pocket, makes throws, throws the ball out of bounds, slides, uh, evades uh, kind of the defenders, but... When when are they going to start addressing this issue? Because I think it's kind of a big thing in kind of his longevity. And I, I think he's kind of evaded it, but it, uh, he can only go so long with kind of evading these type of hits and such. So we'll, st we'll, we'll, we'll pose that question to Nas. So what, what do you think on that? Well, you know, the same question has been every year since the past five years. Like you said, they've been relying on what's... Um, Relying on the fact that Russell Wilson can move around and get rid of the ball quickly. Uh, but like you said, it's definitely going to catch up to them at some point if they don't address the issue. Um, so I guess unless they have like a disaster year or he gets injured, I don't know if they're going to ever address that issue. But I feel like if they thought it was important, they would have done it already. Yeah, I think as sad as it is to say, the only thing that's going to force the issue is if he gets hurt. And, and he luckily he hasn't gotten really hurt that you know he's played hurt a lot but he hasn't been hurt to the point where it's kept him out of a lot of games so uh, and that's how football is sometimes you know if you're not getting hurt like okay well you can still play then and um, I think that's the only thing that's gonna make them like really consider it if he gets hurt or if he demands and he's like hey if I don't get it I'm leaving and he's not the guy type of guy to demand I don't think either so it's, it's on their team and their uh, organization to do something. Otherwise, it's not going to be good. You can't get, continue to take a lot of hits, and 
they're they're successful because he does so where he you know scrambles a lot and you know really buys himself time and that might not always be the case if they're getting to him a lot quicker and some of these guys he's getting older defenses are going to get younger and quicker so they're going to start getting to him and it's not going to be good down the line okay for sure yeah we got agreement here all around with seattle um, on the over of nine so uh, that'll wrap it up for the NFC over-under picks. But before we sign off, I uh, wanted to kind of get your guys' picks on the MVP for the year. We'll start with Zoo on that one. Um, you know, I have no allegiance to any team, really. But I'm going to say the Cowboys, uh, probably Dak Prescott. He's a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think he's going to have a solid year. Uh, uh, even Brady, he might show some signs, and if and if he does anything decent with that team to get him to like twelve wins, people love him enough to want to vote him in, you know. And even if he throws for like three thousand yards and they win twelve games, he's gonna be a clear cut front runner. So, um, and uh, another one I want to throw out there is maybe Matt Ryan, uh, if he can lead that team to get some uh, high quality wins, I, I can see him getting it. Okay, for sure. What's your pick, Nas? Um, I I think it's gonna be between Brady and Mahomes. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I don't think he's gonna get it again. So wait, are we talking about just NFC or overall? Overall, yeah, NFL MVP. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I would say NFC, but go ahead, go ahead. I think it's gonna be between Brady or or Mahomes. Um, whoever has a better season, I think will win it. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, I've got to agree with Nas. I, I like Mahomes as long as he stays healthy for the full season. I mean, we saw last season he missed a few games. He missed like three or four games or something, but and that kind of hindered him. But I don't, I don't see Lamar having as good of a season as he did uh, last year. I think defenses will kind of adjust. Baltimore will still be pretty good, but I've I got to go with Mahomes. Uh, kind of similar to the season he had in 2018. I think he'll play something similar to that again. All right, so with that being said, uh, always a pleasure, guys. Nas, Zoo, thank you guys so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Hopefully you guys get, uh, you know, the podcast gets a good sponsorship. So you guys get that AC, you guys definitely get that studio of yours. Because last time I was in there, it was really hot. You know, I think the microphones were melting. So, uh, you know, let's get these guys some sponsors, everyone. The reason they call it the Blazing Five. <laughs> All right. Inshallah, we can get that. Uh, We'll see. We'll see how it goes. And everybody, thank you so much for listening. We'll be on later tonight to do AFC over-unders. And until then, uh, everyone stay safe and enjoy uh, all the NBA playoffs. Stay cool out there.